Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Happy Friday. I guess. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm happy it's Friday. I am too, but you know, still I there's know. a we, there's a void. Yeah, there's a void. Joining us now to make it worse on the Wester Hotline, Alex Gold. Sorry, Alex. Uh, Alex is the co-host of Cody and Gold Six Ten in Kansas City with Cody Tap. You can also find him now and again on BetQL. And uh, I've just mentioned before the break, Alex. I, I just occurred to me we don't have a bet this year. I guess that makes sense. Did you rope? Cincinnati yeah. into some some food action here. We actually mentioned this on the show here locally a day or two ago. We realized we we've actually never made a bet with Cincinnati. I, I really I don't know anybody in Cincinnati. We've really just not uh we haven't approached it with with Cincy for whatever reason. We've been doing the bets with you guys. Uh, and, and I'll be honest. I mean I don't know if this will make it feel any better for people in Buffalo. Like we we were hoping it was the the Bills as well. Even if I'm in a neutral site game, I felt that way. Prior to seeing the Cincy and, and, and Buffalo game last week, felt like, uh, frankly, that that Cincy was the was the better team. I think Chiefs fans would have rather been playing Buffalo this weekend. Well, that makes sense. I mean, they've lost three in a row to the Bengals, right? So, and, and you know, yeah. sure, the Bills beat you in the regular season two times in a row, but we know how the playoffs have gone. So that's that's not that's not surprising. You know, um, it's a good thing you don't bet with those guys. Why right? is that? I don't want any well, skyline chili. Well, no, but just given recent the, recent games, you 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 wouldn't get any food out of it. <laughs> yeah, we'd be sending them some barbecue, uh, and I, yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to eat Skyline Chili. But yeah, I mean, three three matchups, and uh, this has been the Chiefs' kryptonite. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I think it's understandable why we've seen so much trash talk come out of Cincy. Look, they deserve it. They've earned that right at this point to win three straight games, and including the biggest possible game on the road that you can win, other than a Super Bowl at Arrowhead, an AFC title game last year. You know, it's, it, it's certainly part of the, a huge part of the discussion this week. I, I think what gets maybe lost in the whole shuffle a little bit is only that it's not as if uh, either team, you know, at any point necessarily has been dominant in these games. If anything, it was the, the Chiefs had double-digit leads in two of the three. That All three games combined, the margin of, of defeat has been nine points. So as much as uh, Cincinnati, no doubt, has made those big plays, that's the key, right, made the big plays in the fourth quarter, uh, it's not as if uh, Cincinnati has, has dominated these games, which is why like, I still think we're talking about a very close uh, coin flip type of game on Sunday night, even with some of the injuries right now for Kansas City. 
how how have we gotten here? Like how, how have the Bengals managed to do it? Like the the second halves of these games have been very tough in the fourth quarter, especially for Kansas City to move the ball and score uh, on on the Bengals. Like what what is it that is it just exotic different looks that they're always changing up so they don't they can't get their hands around what's coming? Like how how do you? I'm sure you've been talking about it. Like how how would you sure explain it away? Yeah, I mean, starting on the offensive side, you know, in this last match, if you go back and, and you watch how it went, it really, uh, offensively, the Chiefs were able to move the ball until they made a crucial mistake, which has happened in each one of them, and that was a turnover. You know, this team is uh, bottom of the barrel, 27th or so in turnover differential. The Chiefs are They're the only remaining playoff team with negative turnover differential uh, in the postseason, and that came to bite them in Week 13 in particular this year where they had the ball late with a four-point lead, seven minutes or so to go. They're driving, all momentum on their side, and then a really rare Travis Kelsey fumble. You get a, a 50-plus-yard field goal miss from Harrison Butker. They have made way too many mistakes in these games. You know, Offensively, uh, other than the, the title game where we saw Mahomes play you know, the worst second half and worst half, really, of his NFL career, uh, and I really think it's probably one of two or three halves you can even point to uh, where he has just flat-out struggled, um, the Chiefs have moved the ball on Cincy. Uh, it has just been either special teams mistakes, uh, a turnover, or more importantly, guys, I think really where this game is going to be decided has been their inability to shut down Joe Burrow or at least get the one stop. Not shut him down, but get the one stop when needed in the fourth quarter, either aided by penalty. You know, the Chiefs on the, the three matchups, six different scoring drives uh, had a penalty on third or fourth down go against Kansas City. They, they, you know, those are the type of mistakes that just cannot happen. And they can't get home to Joe Burrow. You know, this year even, number two defense in sacks, the Chiefs are. Yet, they were only able to sack Joe Burrow once, and it was kind of a a play where he gave himself up. So, I really think the game's going to be decided whether or not you really deep down believe that Chris Jones or Frank Clark or George Karloftis could actually get in the face of Joe Burrow. If they can't, the Chiefs aren't winning this game if they go through this with no sacks. No chance. That should help being home, it would seem, for this game. Of course, they were in the, the playoffs last year, though, also. With Alex Gold here on WGR, what is your read on the Mahomes injury, Alex? It's been, it's been a fun week, you know, reading different theories about that and then seeing him bounce off the, that podium the other day, you know, looking fine. I don't know. Like, what, what's uh, the truth? Yeah, the podium videos are, I mean, we've had fun with those. I mean, like the guy just taking one step off a podium. We've seen, you know, like you guys, the 15 minutes of practice uh, availability that every team has. And, and you know, he certainly isn't walking at 100%, but it looks a lot better than everybody thought. I think the, the optimism has grown as the week has gone on. You go to where we were at on Monday and everybody in Kansas City was, was really concerned about the mobility. Uh, I think as the week has gone on, everybody feels a lot better about it, but there's no way he's going to be 100%. This is still a high ankle sprain. You're not going to be 100% probably till March at this point, if you're really being honest with yourself. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes even acknowledged uh, yesterday in his media availability that he's not 100% sure what he's fully going to be able to do until he gets into a game situation. You know, it's one thing to go through practice and think, oh, you know what, I can, I can make this, but is he going to be able to make the play where normally he's able to run to the edge uh, until I beat someone to the edge of the sideline. I, I'm going to guess the answer to that is no, guys. Uh, you know, I think he's going to be about 75% mobility uh, for this game. Now, pocket passer Patrick Mahomes is you know, still one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the league, so it's not as if, oh, my gosh, he can't po- pass for the, for the pocket. However, we all know some of the, the more memorable plays in his career that makes him so special are because of 
his ability to create and, and buy some time and, and, and dodge some defenders. And I think that's where it's going to hurt him and hurt the offense the most. How about for individuals in this game, Alex, when you and I talked on Saturday about Bill's Bengals and some props ideas, I didn't do that well. I didn't see snow happening all throughout that game, and I think right. that, that might have slowed the game down a little bit. But regardless, the Bills only end up at 10 points. Obviously, they didn't they didn't smash at all. Do you have a, a receiver for Kansas City you like? I'm waiting for Kadarius Toney to, to pop here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could this be the week? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the name that's fun for everybody. If you think about who has a chance to make a couple guys miss and create that big play, you know, and, and, and Kadarius Tony did not play in the Week 13 matchup. They didn't have Kadarius Tony or McCall Hardman. You know, McCall Hardman's still questionable for this game on Sunday, so I, I still don't know if we're going to see what this offense looks like with both of those type of skill sets available at the same time. I like Kadarius Tony for an anytime touchdown. I'm not a huge fan of you know, looking at the yardage, I think it's 35 and a half, 37.5, depending on what book you're mm-hmm. looking at. I'm not so sure he's going to be that involved, but where I think he could be beneficial in the red zone, maybe it's only two catches for the game, but he, he, he makes a guy or two miss, and all of a sudden he's in the end zone on a nine-yard reception, but it's a crucial play. I think that's probably where I like Tony the most. As far as any other receiver to step up, it feels like it's about time for Juju to, to get back on track. If you go look at his last four games, he's really only been averaging about 30 yards, guys. Um, and he hasn't been able to get the yards after the catch the way he was. I think some of it is uh, how, how this offense operates, where it's, it is a different guy every week other than Kelsey that maybe steps up. Um, but it feels like if you're Juju and what you have on the line, you're a free agent uh, this offseason, this is your first AFC title game, uh, it seems like there's a big opportunity here, I believe, uh, for Juju Smith-Schuster to go out and, and have really a statement type of performance, especially with the news we're, we're getting right now out of KC, where it seems like it's going to be all right, but all of a sudden out of nowhere, Travis Kelsey is popped up as questionable with a back injury for Sunday's game, which came out of nowhere this afternoon. Now he was still listed, at least, as a full participant in practice. So you know, the hope here is at least that it's a situation where at the end of practice he said, hey, you know, my back's a little tight or something. He went and got treatment. He missed his media availability. That was scheduled, so that's something to watch at least heading into Sunday. And what what are, what are the Chiefs at running back? It's Pacheco and McKinnon, and like that's is that pretty much it? Yeah, that's where we're at. I mean, yeah, I would be you know maybe Ronald Jones gets a random carry at some point, but that's that's the backfield. And you know, it's interesting when you look at uh, the the injury to Mahomes and how that can play a role in this too. Uh, not so much that I think they're going to run the ball a ton, but just that Jarek McKinnon is a great pass protector. Uh, if they have to leave him in more to help out their left tackle, Orlando Brown, or their right tackle, Andrew Wiley, knowing uh, that Mahomes is maybe a little less mobile, well, then that takes an element of the offense away to where suddenly Jarek McKinnon's not that screen option uh, for you, and, and he's been great as a receiving option for this football team. So I think that's where it impacts it. You know, Isaiah Pacheco uh, has to be able to, to, I think, be part of the equation in the fourth quarter. You know, I mentioned they, they struggled to close games out against Cincinnati, and I know they're never going to be a running football team, nor should they. They have Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback. However, he's got a lead, and there's seven minutes to go, and it's January football and the AFC title game. Isaiah Pacheco has the running style to give him the ball and let him go run some guys over. I mean, he, he runs with a certain burst of energy that is pretty unique. There's a few guys in the league that provide that, and I, I think that's an area where that could help them close out some of these games a little bit more, in particular this one on, on Sunday night. McKinnon plus 450 to catch at least seven passes in this game, and especially if they get down, of course. Yeah, me too, Uh, especially if they get down. But even if they don't, if Mahomes is hobbled at all, what's the weather supposed to be like? 
So no snow. It's going to be clear in that regard. At one point early, early in the week, there was a, a chance of that. But it's not going to be snow. It's going to be cold and a little windy. You know, there's some talk maybe 15-mile-per-hour wind. Nothing crazy, but still it can play a little bit of a factor. And then temperature-wise, we're looking around 20 degrees at kickoff. By the time you get further in the game, wind chill could get down to 8, eight degrees or so. So, I mean, look, it, it's cold, but it's, you know, it's nothing crazy like what you guys had up there, you know, with, with the snow throughout the game. And I think that – uh, really impacted uh, the ability for the Bills, at least from our standpoint here in Kansas City, our standpoint of uh, going after the three offensive linemen that were out uh, and that were in and newcomers. And so I think there's a chance the Chiefs' pass rush could have a little bit more success, uh, not only because they're at home, but the, the field and the, the track there should be a little bit easier uh, for these teams to get after the quarterback. Before you go, Alex, the other game, uh, just from a betting standpoint or not, uh, maybe which if you uh... – they're looking ahead if Kansas City were to win, uh, which team is the best? I mean, it's Andy Reid against the Eagles. It'd be nice for Philadelphia fans. Uh, then the other, oh, yeah. the Niners are, are a rematch from three years ago. Um, what works for you here? Plenty of storylines. Yeah, you hit on the two biggest ones. Obviously, the Kelsey brothers. I think would be the first brothers to play each other in a Super Bowl. So that's fun. I mean, it's from a competitive standpoint. I think you still would take San Fran for a couple reasons. One, the Chiefs did play them earlier this year. The last loss for San Francisco. Yeah. I believe it was Kansas City where the Chiefs put up 44 points. Now, in fairness, uh, that was the first game for Christian McCaffrey. So they didn't have to deal with the full dose of McCaffrey, and that was Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, knocked Brock Purdy. But I'll still take uh, a matchup against a guy that uh, is still a third-string quarterback or was a third-string quarterback versus Jalen Hurts, who was an MVP candidate for, you know, 75 80% of the season. So uh, I think the look-ahead lines even are out where the Chiefs would be one-point favorites against their one-and-a-half against San Francisco, and it'd either be a pick-em or one-point dogs to uh, to Philly. So I'll take Sam Fran in that potential matchup uh, for, for the Chiefs' choice of opponent, I should say. Very good. Well, again, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to bet. With the game in Atlanta, I thought maybe Chick-fil-A to the winner had that happened. But... <laughs> yeah. Do you guys not have Chick-fil-A up there? We do. We do. We do yeah. Oh, okay. It's not at all a staple, I think, but uh, okay. you know, I think of Atlanta, that's the food I think of. Is that wrong? Is there a better, yeah, no. better? No, I think choice? you're right. I know that's where they're 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 based out of Georgia. Like Coca Cola is based out of Georgia. Something it'd be something like that. But although yep. I, I have a feeling we'll have a chance to make some bets in the future. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think suddenly Buffalo's falling off the face of the earth. And Bulldogs still the the right question is how come we never bet with like the Jet people? Or uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah. why is it only why is it only ever Kansas City that we bet with? The Jets would need to make yeah, the playoffs I, for us to bet think, with them. I like, think you guys need to. to, to <laughs> and, Atlanta, and Atlanta has to be known for some other food than a chain restaurant. Like, come on. But what be, is it? I, I, I don't know it, but it's, it's got to be something. Chicken and waffles? I mean, something. Peanuts. something. I Peanuts. Don't know. Yeah, like there's a Waffle House probably every every block there or something. That's a chain, too. I don't know the answer. Peanuts is the best I can do. All right. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Yeah. Alex Gold, at Alex Gold on Twitter. Kansas City uh, 610 Sports Radio there. We will take a break. Picks coming up. Time for your calls, too. 803-0550. A lot of Sabres today. If you want to hear that and missed it, the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y or WGR550.com. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 